All right, everybody, we're in episode 45. Uh, welcome back. Uh, wow, we got a lot to cover. Uh, we're going to do uh, two shows, uh, but you're going to only see this as one. So uh, here's the thing. Uh, we got a lot to cover this week and we got a lot to cover next week. So we're sorry if some of the stuff in this episode seemed a little out of date or anything like that, but let's get into it. Huge thank you to Brownells. Brownells is awesome. A lot of the stuff that we cover in our shows every week is due to Brownells. I will have links to everything in the description down below. If you list, if you want to literally look at any of this stuff, you could go through there. Now they are affiliate links. So we, they, we do get a little bit of a kickback for that, or at least I do. Um, so yes, thank you so much to Brownells. Brownells is awesome. They have literally everything guys i mean gunsmithing tools guns ammo optics i mean they carry eotech which malar absolutely loves and has broken and then uh we carry I'm not broken it <laughs> they I carry just, just smudge my lens a little <laughs> they see I mean, he needs he needs to get a cleaning kit that that they sell at brownells and then uh we also uh they carry aimpoint i mean they've got everything he needs to update his cleaning lens thing it looks hideous uh and then yeah so this week uh we're gonna do a couple of different things we're gonna talk about the law eric um everyone seems to love that stupid thing um i'm gonna tell you right now not a big fan of it uh and then we'll talk about the grand thumb rifle and then safari lands limited edition 6354 tiger stripe thing uh i actually kind of like that tiger stripe camo and i'm probably going to end up getting one as long as it is still available come next week um, I do like Safari Lands holsters. I think they're pretty sweet. Uh, I, I don't do a whole lot of outside the waistband stuff, but I don't want to conceal carry like my Glock 17. So I plan on getting a Glock 17 holster that I can mess around with and have fun. And I really wanted to do that. So uh, what do you have this week, Malar, that you want to talk about? Uh, anything from? Uh, I mean, I'm working on, well, I'm excited to get out next week and run my IR uh, for the first time. That's weird uh, that you waited out, this out in the out in the wild. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I need to kick on like a CCR, like run through the jungle <laughs> or something. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm probably gonna get some light shooting in. Uh, break the D ball out. I, I I've sighted in the lasers, which I think I, talk, I talked about last time. I need to sight in the illuminator. Uh, once I get out there in the dark, the IR illuminator. Doesn't the illuminator line up with the lasers? Uh, you know, I, I thought they did, but there is a whole separate set of screws for it. So I'm pretty sure the lasers themselves, uh, those two, what's the the word I'm looking for? The daylight and, and, and IR lasers are piggybacked. Yes. But I, I thought the illuminator was as well, but it is not. Um, okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to get out there in the fields and, Um, uh, in the jungle. You do know you can just turn off some lights in a room and point it at a wall and and circumference the laser. I could, but that's just not as fun. Or I mean, you could just make sure that it's all good to go now instead of waiting. Uh, this is true. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm just gonna do it when I get out there, though. Once I'm in the dark. You're you're a, you're an odd duck, Malar, but we love you. Uh, <laughs> so, what's so great about your uh, your D two your uh, your your lovely thing? So, tell us where you got my D ball, the A three. Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. You know, I got it from my boys at Brownells. There you go. See, you got to <laughs> yeah, You got to act like a podcast host when you're on. You got to tell them where you got your stuff at and all the other fun. Stuff. I buy everything at Brownells. Oh, well, still, um, you got to say it. Otherwise, no one's. You know what know. I really need is uh, I need another cloud defense or some sort of light. I don't, I don't know. I'm Bad. annoyed. I'm as annoyed with them as I am with mod light. Um, 
So oh yeah, and I, I got my my um my rail scales leaf is on there. Oh look at you with the leafy leaf. Yeah, I'm all fancy. So how much shit. how much did that thing cost and where'd you get that at? Uh direct from rail scales, it was $69 because I mean it's 69. That is dumb. That is dumb <laughs> that that costs that much money. I yeah, I'm I was surprised they serialize these things. Like I don't quite understand the reason to serialize this little piece of aluminum. Um, I'm sure it's if there's some sort of, you know, batch issue, but it didn't quite make sense to me considering it's so small. It probably actually costs them $5 or less to make this thing, but I like it. I'm still waiting on Brownells to get in the Magpul LR um, rear sight that I'm going to match yeah. with it. Are you excited for any awesome, sweet Black Friday deals? Ooh, let's go over the codes since Brownells fixed the codes. Um, so last week we tried to use one of the Black Friday codes uh, and we successfully failed. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say that right off the bat. So the sound codes, like a lot of people successfully failed with that a lot one. of people successfully failed with the BF 17 code or whatever. It was 15. Was it uh, BF 15? Yeah, I think it was BF 15. 15. Yeah, go find it. BF 15 oh, off. Yes, there we go. Uh, hold on, let me. So many people. Okay, so apparently the uh, we completely dropped the ball, by the way, which I think upset Josh a little bit. Um, I went out and uh, completely forgot to send him an email about how that, that code did not work. Um, but yes, so 11% off your order of $200 or more is BF11 off. So Bravo Foxtrot 11 OFF. And then 15% off your order of $700 or more is BF11. One five, OFF. So Bravo Foxtrot one five OFF. Uh, Brownells is also running another set of coupon codes. Uh, that's actually pretty sweet. Let's go right here. So yeah, they have uh, a bunch of codes out there right so, now. So yeah, so twenty dollars plus twenty dollars off plus free shipping on anything over two hundred fifty dollars is BF twenty ship. So it's Bravo Foxtrot two zero Sierra Hotel India Papa. And then $40 off, 500 or more, plus free shipping, is Bravo Foxtrot 40 Sierra Hotel India Papa. So BF40 ship. Uh, honestly, guys, if you're if you're looking to get stuff, Brownells is going to be the place you're going to want to get it from. They have a lot of stock. They got a lot of everything. And they're just an awesome company uh, to work with, to work for. I mean, everybody that we know at Brownells apparently has their dream job. And I'm kind of pissed I don't live in Iowa. So yeah, yeah, I need to move to Iowa. I know. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I would kiss Roy's butt every day. Uh, <laughs> I just I need to meet I need to meet Zach Lambie. I don't even know who that is. Uh, I chatted with Josh. He has no clue either. <laughs> okay. I wonder if somebody in the shipping department just like went ham or if he like... said it might be the guy that packs the stuff. I don't know. But I mean, my last three packages have had his name on it. So uh, you know his name's so on is... everything now. I haven't checked anything. <laughs> yeah. Check yours. I'm curious. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I did. Uh, I, I, I did get out there and see Josh last yep. weekend, which was awesome for Zach, uh... Zach Lambie. Yeah, man. He's a legend apparently <laughs> um but yeah i did i did get out last week and actually uh see josh in person and that was how'd uh, that go that was a blast um that was a dissident cigar event um i don't smoke cigars but it was cool to hang out with him and, and catch up with him 
because um, it's not too often that folks are in my area. There you go. So, yeah, because like, you live in a terrible place. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I know he, where uh, it is. The listeners probably can guess. It's not California. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these days you might think I'm in like uh, Oregon or something. <laughs> you know what? We need to have the guys from the gun experiment come on to tell us about how horrible it is to York. And then I can sit here and wave a submachine gun. At it would be good time. to have somebody uh, come from Oregon. We could, they're 114 that just went through. Did that pass? Because I have a feeling that the Supreme they, Court. That was, just... Oh, they really. The, I, I, I keep hearing. I mean, I, I don't know that the courts can rule on it just yet because uh, people like the public literally voted on it. The public voted on it? Yes, it was on the ballot. See, I think Oregon just needs to burn like California. I mean, the, the whole thing is pretty wild. So uh, my understanding is there is a, there's going to be a license to buy anything. Um, their waiting period currently, you have to, you get put into a queue and you have to wait until they get to you. So. You, you for to, what? To buy a gun? Yes. Like your background check. That's dumb. That's already like something going on, but now you're going to have a license to buy anything. Um, the mags, I think mags, my understanding are going to be like completely banned and that's for citizens and law enforcement um, as well. well. Law enforcement doesn't need anything. Um, so, but yeah, it, it would be, it'd be interesting to get somebody from Oregon on to actually run through what, what just, do you know? I, I, do you know anyone in Oregon? I honestly, I'm not even. I chat with a few people. I kind of forgot it was a state. Um, I chat with like, a few people. I just can, like I can, I can see who wants to pop on. <laughs> just like Washington, I completely forgot that was a state too. Um, and I actually listen to a podcast quite frequently that has someone on there from Washington, and it is the We Like Shooting podcast. So if you're interested in that, go check out the We Like Shooting podcast. They're pretty cool. Uh, fellow podcast. We actually had Sean on not too long ago. If you go check out the, I think it's called the We Like Shooting in the House uh, episode is, uh, I try to make all of our stuff funny because I got tired of finding, you know, how to, how to label our guests and what we talk about. Like, I was like, no, never mind. I'm just going to make it funny. I love that um, one you did the other, the hammer. What was the Pelosi one? That one was hysterical. I can't even remember. I got to look. Now. That was voter it, suppression or something like that. Well, no, there was voter suppression, but then there was the one before that. Uh, uh, yeah, naked, I, naked hammers. Yeah, naked hammers. Uh, <laughs> I saw know. that, and man. I was I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to try to do everything. So what did you what did you get to talk to Josh about? Did you get any cigars? I know that's weird. You're not a cigar smoker. So why didn't you pack any up and send some to me? uh you know I, I just didn't i didn't grab any i grabbed a couple stickers i grabbed a couple stickers i figured i'd throw on like ladies and gentlemen can. we have the shittiest co-host in the <laughs> house just gonna let you guys know don't ever start a podcast with this guy he won't give you a shit <laughs> so, don't worry i don't give him any so yeah it was it was um yeah i know i keep asking you to send me a gold mag and i don't get one you, you can just go order one on duramag.com <laughs> if i only could it's not it's not my fault that i have it in with cool people at duramag okay i'm just gonna let you know that <laughs> um but yeah what was i i can't remember what i was saying now we sidetracked I'm talking about josh well yeah 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 it was a good time uh that just it. yeah just uh, i was asking him about you know like living down where he is and uh, all the info on that and how that was. He loves it down there. 
He loves it down there. Apparently, he had a shitload of cool guns, and now they're all, like, when he moved to Nicaragua, you had to give them all up. Can you actually own guns in Nicaragua? No, I think that's why he uh, he had to do what he did. That's but, so uh, weird. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it's a lifestyle change for sure. Um, but, yeah, it sounds like it's pretty incredible down there. Volcanoes and shit. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Now I'm waiting for Duramag to come out with their stainless steel, or their I'm sorry, not their stainless steel. Their aluminum, oh, the purple, the they are aluminum twenty rounders in different colors. I know, right? I do the same thing all the time in my office. It looks like a raven here, um, <laughs> but apparently Duramag is supposed to come out with some aluminum. Uh, 20 rounders very soon and they're going to be in all different colors uh, they need during... to purple they need to stop wasting time and bring out the purple I, um, I you know i'm all for 20s but they keep saying they're doing purple and then now we we're kicking the can this is this is like cloud defense okay this like this is 100 like cloud defense i feel your pain we're we're bringing out purple five years later and <laughs> and every color of 20 rounders released then maybe we'll get purple. Um, but yeah, I want purple. Yeah, so the um, they have the straight 20s uh, as part of the Duramag stainless steel line, but they're going to be coming out with... Um, they're going to be come out with 20 rounders in the aluminum line that will be colored. So... Uh, I don't understand why they can't do it right now. Like, I don't know what they're doing, um, but I have definitely already sent them a DM and been like, do we have a release date? Cause I want to know, like, and I, I probably won't be able to tell you guys, but I really want to know like when they're going to release, if they're going to release soon, uh, especially with the purple, because I've gotten pictures from them of the purple, but I don't, I don't have it yet. Back to being like cloud defense. Where are the Glock mags that they promised us? <laughs> dude, okay, so what dude, I think I think what ends up happening is they think that there's going to be some awesome shit. And uh it tends to we need to get of, somebody on here from there. <laughs> I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna reach out and see if they want to come on the podcast because I know that there's a lot of TNE that goes into those. I mean, look at all the crap that that had from the Springfield Saint saint the, oh, that ugly piece of shit um the springfield prodigy uh oh, yeah and they had so much shit from that i think they're i think right now they're in like a pr nightmare so to be honest uh i can't i can't necessarily blame them for the mags because i'm pretty sure because i'm pretty sure this is how it works with every other company they got a spec to build those mags too and yeah. they got fucked um because that spec was garbage from springfield and i i guarantee you the weakest link of the springfield magazine it, or the 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 springfield and we're prodigy, talking prodigy yeah is the yeah, mag is the magazine because i'm like 98 sure and i just want to know or maybe we'll never know because somebody signed an nda somewhere um but the uh the problem with that is i i guarantee it like i will bet money that Springfield sent them a spec for those mags and Duramag was like, uh, okay. And then Springfield was like, Hey, mags work great. Thank you. Cause they test one round in every gun. They don't do anything else. And then, um, bam, shipped it out the door and didn't expect that to have the problems that it has. Now, apparently once you get them, uh, worked in and, and all that, they, they apparently run great, like phenomenal. 
but so I is it just stiff springs no it's not it's not the mag i guarantee you it's oh. fucking springfield requested them to build this mag to a specific spec duramag did it and springfield was like never mind we're not changing it send it out the way it is like i don't i don't think it's a stiff spring at all i think what it is is it's just is it's a shitty tolerance issue mm. I just I I want to know where the the Glock is, mags are. This is why you buy a Glock and you tell everyone and their mom to fuck right off with their 2011s and their 1911s. Yeah, I I, I just want to know where the Glock mags are, the Duramag Glock mags, and the well, purple AR. I can mag. tell you right now. <laughs> I touched it in my hands and it looks incredible. Uh, I wish I was able to steal it, um, but yeah, I don't know if we're going to be. I don't know when we're going to get those mags. I wish. I hope they come soon. In fact, I'm going to reach out to one of them soon and just be yeah, like, "Hey, you need to get them on here." Um, the the other, I mean, a good example of the uh, TNE stuff is the mag pods. Have mm-hmm. you seen those? Uh, those guys. I mean, they. I think they take two years to develop that little piece of polymer so that your gun stands straight up with your PMAG. And they, they did the gen three is what they're working on right now. And my understanding is they finally got it dialed. They're supposed to be released in like January, but every time I see they're coming out, I immediately scramble over to the Brownell site and start searching. I'm like, please be in. But no, what, what, what is that for? I'm not going to lie. I've never even once cared about it. I, I own some for the Gen 2. I can't really say that I exactly stand shit on them like, or like use it to stand things up. But you can, uh, like if you wanted to put your, your gun on your desk, it'll stand your, your gun up on your, from your mag. Sounds, sounds kind of pointless. The, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to I, sound I think rude, some people it use it as like a, uh, like a, a bipod type deal, but they, they're just using the oh, you mag. You mean a monopod? Yeah, monopod. Um, sure. Yeah. All right. Some people use it for that. I don't even know where to begin with that, but I I don't I, really either. But that's what they use them for. I the new message. the new one has the um the mount for the nano tool on the front. I don't even know what the multitasker even... nano. Oh, I like the multitasker. Oh no. But um, I like the multitasker, but I just I'm not a big fan of um. The, a lot of the other stuff that they put out. Um, who who is that dumb company? Um, uh, like, I, I, I thought they were just called multitasker. Multitasker. I have the twist, and that's a nice that's a nice product. Like I like that product. I, I use that thing a lot. That's but, like the screwdriver thing, right? Yeah, it's a screwdriver. It's like a it's pretty much like a multi tool and a pen. Like you know, it's like it's pretty sweet. Um, it's even got like a little nut driver in there, and then like a front sight post adjuster for like an A two or an A four. Um, the the issue that I see is I, I don't get the nano. Like the nano seems pointless to me. It and does. The, I mean, it just seems like it's like 30 bucks for that piece of shit. Like, no, I'm okay. Um, and uh, then they have the other thing. What is that other thing that they just came out with? Oh, well, they have the one that mounts in the B5 stocks, which I want, but it also seems semi pointless because it is a, there's a castle nut wrench on there. The thing is not long enough for you to lever, like get the leverage on it to actually retighten a castle nut to like where it's not going to break yeah. free on you again. So again, it seems a little pointless. It is. I guarantee you it's pointless. They only made it because they wanted to put something in the fucking buttstock and seem cool. Guarantee you. Yep. 
They just wanted um, to put it in the butt. <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> but one yeah, of best, I, one of the best things you can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I still kind of want one. I don't know. There's something about being able to put it in my butt stock that I, uh, I'm like, I, I need one. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the stock, the stock on this, on this SBR, I don't have. Um, it's it's super old, so it doesn't have the cutouts for it. So I need to get a OD green butt pad, which of course, like b5 takes forever with the releasing the colors so you typically get the black and the coyote first and then everything else follows months later so as soon as they release the updated butt pad i'm going to snag that for the sbr um probably get the tool just for the sake of grabbing it i even just because i got that plug in the grip now the b5 plug it has the cutout for the nano I might just end up buying the stupid Why? thing. Why? No, don't. Do I want to put it in there. The stupidity. Don't give into the stupidity. <laughs> don't just buy shit to buy shit like that. Okay. If you're out there and you're hey, listening. This is, this is like the uh, spiritist thing where you were like, hey, you're a re- reviewer. You need this. So I need to actually buy it. So then we can actually review it and say, why the hell did I buy this? That's the thing. I can tell you right now. There's no point. There's no point. Okay, so if you if you have a T2 or a Comp M5 and you're running an aimpoint adjuster piece, even then you don't need it. Did you like, see the new one? Because they released a second one now. There's two versions of the Nano now. The Nano. That's the one you're talking about, the small one. Oh, well, I don't, again, I don't care. And yes, just because you're a reviewer doesn't mean you need to review everything. You need to review the important stuff. No, I'm look. reviewing the world, okay? Yeah. Mm, it sucks. A zero <laughs> out of 10 stars. Don't recommend. Zero uh, out of 10 <laughs> Never go back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Once I'm gone, I'm gone. Huh? <laughs> Mushrooms, please. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so with that being said, what are, uh, let's get into the, what is this called? The law tactical Eric, the probably second dumbest thing I've seen this week. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. I just don't like it. Was it was pretty highly anticipated. And they sold out on the law site in 15 minutes. It, it seems 15 dumb. minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It seems kind of dumb. So there's two. There is the Eric C for unsuppressed usage. It's 556 and 223 Remington. And then there's the Eric M for 556, 223 and then unsuppressed usage is 556. So the Eric M can do 556 and 223 suppressed. Uh, and then it'll do unsuppressed with five, five, six NATO. Uh, I, I honestly, man, I'm, you can call law tactical for a bunch of questions. Uh, it, it fires folded. Well, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. What's the point of firing folded? I, yeah, there's no I, point. I, <laughs> I have a BNT. I have a BNT. It fires folded absolutely no fucking use for it to fire folded absolutely none whatsoever there is there is zero practical use for this to fire folded ever at all b and t ghm9 have a brn 180 upper yeah do you have that on a folder no because that's dumb too and you don't need to fold it i would if you need to transport it that's totally doable but there is absolutely no reason it would fit in your your uh savior bag then yeah, and I totally would do that as I'm saying, but I I don't I ha- right now I have it on a on a KP15 lower, um, but I I just am not a big fan of the the folding shit. Like I just think uh, that it's pointless. 
I, I, some of them, I feel like there's, uh, and, and not all of the designs, but some of them, I think it's, it's not the traditional design. I think it just opens you up for more malfunctions. But I'm just, yeah, I, I'm just going to go ahead and read off. It's a, fires folded exclamation point. The law tactical Eric AR and internal carrier is a drop-in conversion for your AR-15 direct impingement firearms that replaces traditional bolt carrier group, recoil spring, and buffer. Firearms equipped with the Eric and the law folding stock adapter can be fired repeatedly in both folded and unfolded position, uh, expanding the mission profile of the AR-15. So my question to you now is when you put this in, do you no longer actually need a buffer and spring? Correct. So you don't even, you can just. Yeah, you just slap it in and you can, you can just, uh, yeah, run it. I can see this being useful for being able to fold up your gun for transportation. I can totally see that. But I thought that's what the law tactical folder was for. Uh, the, the only, the only other usage I could think, and this is because I've seen people do this where they're in a vehicle and they're shooting from the vehicle and then they hop out of the vehicle and then unfold it. And I can't remember her name. It's uh, one of the other um, uh, chicks that reps like Brownell stuff. She got the Eric in recently, and I was watching that the video. Contrast? Contra Trust? Yes. She's pretty hot. Um, I talked to her a couple times. Uh, con- contrast. Con- yeah, she, put, she posted a video where she's like in the car, and I think she has it folded. She like pops a couple rounds. Then she steps out of the car. And then, but again, that's in a real life situation. That's very unrealistic. Fuck, I don't know her name. Con, con, uh, I think it's, uh, the what is her word. damn name? People. Can you come into this podcast live that we pre-record and we don't do live at all? Can you come in here and just tell me the names of these damn people on here? Con, con, I, I want to say it's con trust, con thrust. Uh, is it con thorn? It's got like thorn something in there. I don't know. I wound up, I followed her earlier. C. It starts with a C. Now I got to go through all these fucking people. <laughs> um, yeah, but either way, she posted, uh, she posted a video earlier doing that. It's just in real life, that's unrealistic to, uh, to be doing. I completely agree. Uh, did, she, did, she, did she get in Brownell's story at all with that? I believe so. That oh, might have been actually might, how I found her. That might be how I can find her. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been following along for that thing for a little bit because uh, Chad at Sotar um, actually had mentioned it months ago. So I knew. Cothran Trust. That's her fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> and I follow her. I don't understand. This yeah, I just so follow, followed her today. But um, yeah, she has a video on it. I think she's got a couple videos on it. Like she had it the other day and then she did another one with the vehicle on <clears throat> hopping out of the vehicle. But either way, yeah, I would just run my SBR. I don't really care if it folds or not. Yeah, I'm not. I just I I, I like I think the product is 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 innovative, but I also think it's innovative at the point of being dumb. Uh, and I, and I don't mean that in a negative way, Brownells, like you're a great company and I love you. Uh, We're talking about law. 
Yeah, we're talking about Law Tactical. Well, they have a pretty close relationship with Law, and I have a feeling if somebody at Law Tactical listens to this podcast and hears us pitching about their stupid product, uh, maybe I'm they sorry, need to send one out so product. we can test it. Maybe yeah, if, no. we can, if we, I don't, I'm not, I will I don't. test it. If you don't want to test it, I will test it. I'll test it. I will it. take one for the team. I'll tell you right now, I will test it. I think that it is just not smart. Um, uh, get the right version for your gun. There's a selection guide in a PDF. Uh, they, it's sold out on Brownells, so I don't even think you can get it right now. Um, they, yeah. they sell out really fast, really fast. I'm, I'm going to let you guys know. Um, there was a product that Brownells came out with long before this, and it's called the BRN 180. Um, you can fire that folded, and you don't have to spend $400. You don't have to spend $400 on a bolt carrier group to put inside your BRN-180. You just spend 700 bucks, you get a BRN-180. Uh, and then it's a whole thing. Like you don't have to build a whole stupid gun. You don't have to go get a dumb law tactical folder for it. Like you just, you go and you buy a regular firearm and then you you put a BRN-180 on it and then bam, you're going to go. Look at that. You, you built a whole gun and you didn't have yeah, to I'm, spend as much money as you would. I'm, I'm going to buy an upper here soon. My question is, is why 10, you, five, spent, two, you, two, spent, three. you spent $250 on your law tactical folder. If you find, if you found it on sale, it's probably like 269 or 270 bucks normally. Uh, they're in that ballpark. I think I, I don't, I, I don't have one. I've installed one though. 249 uh, to 259 for the gym three. Uh, <clears throat> oh, if you, if you're looking at the HK 416 law folder, it's 400 bucks. So that's another uh, ridiculous thing. Um, and then you're going to spend another $389 on this. So you can use your law tactical folder folded. I'm not going to lie. That's that for, for both of these, for both of these, for 249 and 389, I'm pretty sure if you use one of those 15% off codes, you can get your, your BRN 180 upper cheaper than you can buy both of those. Just going to state that right off the bat. Yeah, probably you're right. I know I'm right because <laughs> I am a genius. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 I'm. You know, they're out of the OD green. I don't know if that's returning. I think that was like a one-time. The OD green what? BRN one eighty. Oh really? They're out of they're out of the ten five. Yeah, I was looking the other day. Oh, the so actually, what's funny is uh, they were sold out when I wanted mine, so I got the sixteen inch. And then it came back into stock probably like a week later. And then it, they sell out so damn quick. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a BRN 180. Oh my God, I keep yawning like crazy. I apologize, everybody. It's been a long day. I've had to work on a bunch of stuff. And then I'm holding Folding stocks and braces will do that to you. Yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's driving me nuts. Um, so anything else you wanted to talk about with Eric? Because I think it's pointless, but if you're going to spend- I think they should bucks, have named it uh, the IMT. The IMT, why is that? It's Miller time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, it's an interesting name, the Eric, but- so before we get into our next product of the week, I kind of wanted to go over one of the things I got at Brownells pretty recently um, that I have had before, but I sold because one of my friends wanted it. But recently I have been carrying 
Hopefully that didn't make a ton of noise. I've been carrying the ModLite PLH-V2 on an 18650 body. Um, I've had the 18650 body for a very long time. Uh, and I was carrying it with the OKW head on it for a while. And then I was carrying it with my Molkov head, which I do enjoy, but it's on my PCC now. And then uh, I just wanted another PLH-V2 head. Uh, so I went out and I got one at Brownells. Brownells had one in stock. So I figured they were the only ones actually at the time that had the PLHV2 head in stock whatsoever. So I went over there and got it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I have been enjoying carrying around this little mod light PLHV2. It's super bright. Uh, it battery lasts forever on an 18650. Uh, if you're curious, um, I am a fan of mod light. I think their ownership, uh, could use some rearranging, uh, but I, I like mod light. I like what they do. Um, now I'm carrying it with the theorem, uh, pocket clip with the finger loop. I think I will just go and get the regular theorem, uh, clip without the finger loop, just because I utterly hate the finger loop and it's too damn big for my pocket. And I just, I feel like I'm going to lose it all the time. So I think I will go get the non finger loop version of the theorem pocket clip for this because I much prefer that over the finger loop version so I can put more stuff in my pocket and have access to my pocket, um, which I think is a pretty big thing. I didn't realize that was a finger loop. I looked at it. I thought it went on a bicycle handlebar. So you're supposed to just go like this. You're supposed to like hold your pistol and then be able to use. Oh, your you like whip it out. Huh. Yeah. Like you, like you go, like you go. Wah, wah. <laughs> like, there we go. And oh, then shit, you, yeah. All yeah, right, I see. You, you do that, you you blind your people. Um, and then yeah, that's how you're supposed to use it. Um, I've never used it that way. I always end up going like this and and firing one-handed like this, like because I'd much prefer to do that than have to like loop this thing out and fuck it up and drop it. Uh, yeah, that I makes sense. I don't nearly train enough that way. I know you're supposed to train that way. I just I'm not going to do that. Um <laughs> I just I would rather shoot one-handed and point the light directly in your eyeballs. I do train this way, though, where I'm shooting one-handed and I'm blinding you with my flashlight. I think that's probably a pretty good thing. Um, and then I also have a really bright flashlight on my firearm. So uh, if, you know, if push comes to shove, shoot them in the face, like I've said before. Um, <laughs> but I'm not allowed to say anymore. So we're not saying that anymore. Yeah, you're going to um, get this episode pulled down. <laughs> I'm talking about terrorists. We must shoot all the terrorists in the face. Um, you know, but then they'll probably be like, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. And, you know, all sorts of dumb things. What are you so, ripping out? Oh, okay. I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to make a ton of noise. I apologize about all the noise that I'm making. Um, but yeah, I did want to talk about that. And then let's get into our next product. What Do you have any products you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I just got that CMMG. I know you aren't big on 22s, but I got a four and a half inch um, barrel that I'm throwing into a arrow upper. Um, so I'd have to say that's kind of my product of the week. I'm throwing that together right now. I got a Angusted Arms three lug um, that I'm mounting on there. I'm going to run my nine millimeter can. Um, I'm doing the three lug so I can pop it on and off and still run that thing on my pistols. And that way it's not affixed to... Uh, just that upper. Okay. So what kind of can do you have again? A, a rugged? Uh, Gem, Gem Tech uh, GM9. GM9. So are all nine millimeter cans, do you have to take them apart and clean them? Mm, I mean, if you're shooting 22, it's going to get dirty as hell anyways. Well, I'm but... not asking about 22. I'm asking about nine. 
I think just about everybody's going to tell you to clean them, but there's also people that just run the shit. Yeah, like me, like my guns, and I never clean them. Um, <clears throat> do you clean your nine millimeter can often? After I run uh, 22, yeah. Because wait, it, you it, run 22 through your nine millimeter can? Yes. Why don't you have a 22 can? I'm working on it. Black Friday's coming. Okay. What are you going to get? <laughs> Probably the rugged. Have you tried the Silencer Co. kiosk? Silencer shop yeah. kiosk? I do all my stuff through that. Okay. How did you get your SBR? Did you form one it? Uh, yes, that's form one. Um, silencer shop, you can call them and they actually keep your fingerprints on file. Yes. And they'll send you cards with your fingerprints already on the cards that you can just send to the ATF. So when I did my form one, I filed that myself on Quick question. forms. Uh-huh. I, I figured out the e-forms thing. Do you, what do you, what does it mean when it says you have to send this thing off to your local sheriff? Oh yeah. You're supposed to notify your local sheriff that you are, uh, making a short barrel rifle or a suppressor or why that's what you're supposed to do. Oh my God. So, so, okay. Can you walk (laughs) us through the process? So the, the process, and I, you know, I kind of forgot about that part, but ultimately the way that I've done mine, I have my fingerprints on file with silencer shop. So when I need, when I want to do another stamp or like a form one, I call a silencer shop. I say, yo homies, I need my prints, you know, something like that. And then they charge me whatever it is, 25 bucks or whatever. They mail me some cards. And then I, uh, I normally two day them. If I remember two or three day them to the ATF, because you only, you have a certain window that they need to be there. Um, at that point, they're like, you should have submitted your form one on eForms. On eForms, you've created an account. You go yeah, in, done you all select that. what you're doing. Yep. Um, you know, reason for getting any of that stuff is all legal purposes. Um, so, then, yeah. so wait, wait, you got to explain that because there have been people who don't do that. So the, there's people that put for all illegal purposes. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so people don't know what you're talking about. So you have to go through and explain that. Yeah. Well, there's, there's literally a section on there that says basically, why do you need to possess this essentially? Can you and write in America? You probably could, okay. but every, everybody from the research that I did, they write in. Looked. They write in all for all legal purposes, for all lawful reasons, or all yeah, yeah, whatever. Who gives it? Really, guys, it's your right. Um, exercise it. Um, yeah, but keep going, keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So you do all that on the. So you do e-forms. your you do your e form. Yeah. Did you did you call already to get your prints? Did you already call your before you did your e-form? You know, it's been a couple of years, but I feel like I actually filled out everything. I might have called Silencer Shop first because it's better to have your prints in hand so that when you hit submit on e-forms, you can then mail that off to the ATF. Okay. Uh, and I, I believe you have a 10-day window. It's 10 days. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, from when you submit to getting them the fingerprints um so yeah if your mail is running slow you're better two day and three day in that to them with with making an sbr do you need to submit pictures of your firearm uh the second one i did yes they asked for a picture of it and that was to validate basically make model serial number of the lower oh okay so you're just sending them the lower correct 
Yeah, you're just sending them a picture of the information on the lower. See, because on on my BNT, my upper is my my serialized portion. Yeah, so you just send them a picture of that information, and then you're good to go. And then, did you have to mail them a check, or did you? Can I? I put my credit card info in, if I remember correct. Yes. Yeah, so you put in your credit card info. I didn't know if you had to, if you still could do that or. If you can do what? check, you might be able to. I, uh, I don't know. Do I've check. never, I've I never went own a route. check. I haven't, I haven't had a check since basic training. Um, so, and that was 15 years ago. Uh, 16, no, 15 years ago, I was 17. Um, so yeah, but I do believe you can use your credit card or a debit card. I think they even yep. recommend a credit card. Yeah. And uh clock, clock starts ticking once they've actually charged you okay and then right now they're saying e-forms they're saying form ones are coming back within three to four months uh for sbrs yeah that's what they were saying um actually one of the guys that follows me got his back in i'd have to check the message but i think it was like 40 days a form well, yeah, but one I'm, saying, is... I'm saying like uh i'm saying like how how quick that might happen you know? Oh yeah, I mean, right now, form one for an SBR, you're you're talking like a month and a half. I know there was a dude. There was one dude that I know. He he was at uh, one of the shooting events. He formed one to he formed one to suppress her um, back before the ATF said you can't do that. Um, but he formed one to suppress her. He said he got the he got it back in twelve days. Yeah, they there was there was a period when form ones were flying. My my SBR was 30 days, 31 days, something like that. Okay. And you um, e-formed it, it. Yeah. Not bad. My, my original, uh, my AR9 SBR, um, that was seven months or something. Huh. You know what's weird? I want to know if you could take an AR upper and form one it into an SBR and then have the upper be an SBR that you attach to a regular lower. You can't because it's not regulated. If they so attempted, uh, there was a lot of rumors when they were going when they were going after the eighty percent stuff that they were going to try to force serialization of uppers because apparently that's been a big stink is that they're not registered. Well, um, actually, that's actually not the stink. So the stink with that was due to the fact of um, the lower receiver didn't meet the definition of a firearm per the GCA. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the ATF was actually going to taking people to court. And what was ending up happening was the ATF was pretty much allowing these people to walk with no criminal charges because they know if they were to get a case that would come through and say, Oh, well, that's not, that doesn't meet the definition of a firearm because it's a definable term. A firearm is a definable term that the ATF um, has to stay within the regulations of. So pretty much what, uh, what a lot of people are saying now is, you might as well just be able to sell stripped lowers specifically due to the fact they're not uh, they're not technically a firearm per the definition. Now, do I think that people will do that? Absolutely not. Uh, here in the great state of Texas, if you do a private party sale, it does not matter. Um, but I know in other, you know, more regulated states, um, that's not how that works. Excuse me. Yeah, the... Um, so what my, my, my thing was, I think that we're going to have a lot of issues when it comes to, um, how all of this kind of pans out 
uh, if, if the 80% the, stuff, no, for if, if all this stuff kind of pans out and there actually is a court case that goes into a federal court, um, that states that, uh, and, and the, and the defendant gets off on the fact that the AR 15 lower receiver does not meet the definition of a firearm. I don't think, I think at that point, the ATF is kind of screwed. Like some law is going to have to change because at that point, you don't, I don't think they're going to just going to flip over and be like, oh, well, AR-15 lowers you, you no longer, that's not a serialized item. At I that mean, point, they, the courts in West Virginia already, already deemed that it shouldn't be anyways. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad about that. I think courts everywhere should, just like Texas is saying that suppressors shouldn't now. be on the NFA. Um, I, I'm totally, I'm totally against taking more power and regulatory power away from the government uh, and the shitty agents of the state that uh, love to enforce those stupid powers. And I, I'm not only talking about the ATF. And I'm going to state this right here, right now on the podcast. I know not a lot of people love me for this, and oh I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. <laughs> look, oh I'm God! Not, I'm not trying to state. <laughs> I'm not trying to start anything here. But I will say there are two big enemies to the uh, the Second Amendment human being who practices their second amendment um one politicians politicians will seek out any way they can in order to take away your second amendment rights so that way they can feel more protected when they are behind their castle walls being protected by uh all of the stuff in the world another piece is uh law enforcement any type of law enforcement I do de uh, deem is an enemy to your Second Amendment rights. I don't care if there is one law enforcement officer out there who'd be like, I would never do that. There is always a back the blue tyrant running around somewhere more than willing to take away people's Second Amendment rights because he's on a power trip. And it happens very quickly. And I know that there are people out there who'd be like, oh, I know cops who would never do that. It does not matter. Law enforcement and politicians are your two worst enemies when it comes to the Second Amendment. And you need to shut the hell up when you talk to the cops and you need to vote out shitty politicians. That's, there's two ways you can, you can do all of that. Shut up. Don't speak to cops. Two, don't talk to politicians. Like, don't talk to them. You need to vote them out of office every single time. If they even whisper gun control, vote them out. I don't care. Put in Voda. That guy Voda, Voda Tactical, the guy who was who was beating up women in their who houses. Is that? I, oh, oh, Voda. That. Oh my God, I haven't put, seen that guy in. Put uh, that dipshit into office before I put in another freaking anti-gunner into office. Like they're all terrible. Is he still doing his thing, or is? Or I think you're so. saying he wound up in jail. I don't know. He. I don't know. I think one time he like he kept he keeps pointing guns at people. I think is what everybody. Freaks out about um everybody freaks you made it sound like nonchalant like oh yeah he just points guns at people that's well he takes them out. into he takes he does like private in-home classes and then he records them but he's got like live actual working firearms that he ends up pointing at people like he ends up pointing guns at people and to me i'm just like that's not good like you shouldn't be pointing guns at people i i would have thought after the amount of heat that he took on social media of people um, I don't know what was how, was it Voda V O D A or V I thought it was V O T A No I think it's V O D A Voda Yeah Voda possibly possibly Voda tactical Wow my fucking phone is slow as shit No you might be right it might be Voda V O T A uh, if someone knows this guy's stuff, please send it to me. Cause isn't I, he, he's like Chicago area or like Detroit, isn't he? Yeah. 
his his stuff is pretty wild though. like the he definitely he put he points his, his shit at everyone yeah well i don't know i don't know if he still uh does anything like i have no idea what he does but i find it absolutely hilarious um that he still exists uh strike industries is coming out with a modular chassis for the 320 i actually might buy that because i've always wanted to try one of those chassis systems that looks pretty dope also looks pretty ugly um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll figure that out in the next podcast. We'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, we'll have to figure out uh, what his handle was because he people will get a kick out of it if they haven't seen him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they have. Uh, and if you haven't seen him, you really need to. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, but I'm actually going to take a look at this Strike Industries uh, thing. This is the first Strike Industries product I've ever wanted to actually look at. It's for a 320. So you just drop a 320 fire control group and slide on there. Yeah, we'll talk more about this in the next one because I'm definitely going to have a lot of fun with this. So anyway, uh, any anything else you want to talk about? We'll cover the Grantham rifle in our next podcast. Any um, news? Well, we did we did put those questions out there. Oh yeah, let's talk. Um, let's, so instead of news this week, instead of news, we're not going to cover sure. news in this episode. Um, we're going to talk about questions, and the next episode we're going to talk about news. All right, so Jesus, got a loud ass house ice machine. <laughs> um, so where, where do we want to start? Because uh, we have, I mean, we have multiple requests to bring guests on. Um, Look, we're, we're one of them on being it. a fellow uh, BOP member. So we're we're gonna work on bringing on guests at some point. Um, I actually am trying to. I, I just reached out to a few people. I know Malar has reached out to a couple. Um, yes, we do want to have more guests on. We kind of wanted to refine our podcast and kind of have it refined more uh, before we bring more people on. So um, we're definitely getting there. Um, it's a uh, it's a process to bring people on. We kind of do podcasts through Zoom and stuff like that. So it's um, it's fun for us when we get to interview people. Like we love Jace from Sport Optics, and we love Sean. We love uh, Tactical Trash Panda. We love uh, Adam Jagger. All those guys, like all of them are awesome and they're cool people. The problem that we run into is that it's it's really not, uh, it, I think we were trying to bring on too many people before we had kind of settled a show. And I don't want every week to be about a guest that comes on as much as I love guests coming on. I just don't think that every week is practical for us to bring somebody on to talk about um, that specific thing. Like we're a general firearms thing. Like we talk about everything. Um, as I said, like we're two drastically different personalities in the firearms industry. I mean, Millar will True. tell you um, he's very analytical where I'm very like fucking buy everything, shoot it all. Send it. it. Fast as you fucking can, where Malar is like, I'm gonna tinker with the gas system, and, and then I'm gonna tinker with this, and, and then my optic is a little smudgy. Where it's like, I just throw shit on the ground, and I'm like, does it fucking work still? Um, <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> like we're two we're two drastically different people, uh, and and I think that's kind of what makes us do really well in the podcasting part. So. I spend nine out of the 10 minutes per section of this podcast being the one who speaks. So I, <laughs> I feel, I feel like I already talk too much. So definitely bringing on people is a reprieve for me because I feel like I just get to shut up and listen. Um, but it's, I really it's nice want to, I mean, it's nice to absorb what other information people have. That's why I'd, I'd love to hear what 
I mean, Duramag or any of those guys have to say. Yeah, and I definitely want to bring on like heads of the industry. Like we're not bringing on the owner of Rainier Arms, but you know, we'll talk to people about. Um, you know, I'd love to have Duramag on. I'd love to have because the the dude at Duramag, I, when I talked to him at NRA, was probably one of the most down to earth dudes in the entire world. Like he was just a cool guy. Um, was and, that uh? I, and I'm not sure of the guy's name. Is that the dude that followed me the other day? I, I want to say his name might be Justin. Probably, I have to look at this page. Um, and I'd have to see his face. I, I know people by faces. I never know people by their names, which is probably why I'm never going to get ahead in this industry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I want to have more people on. I, I know Malar wants to have more people on. We're getting there. It will happen very soon. We will have a whole group of guests. Uh, so let's go on to your next question. Uh, so we have two, and I don't know if we want to space these out into our next episode uh so i can give will they, both be, qu- will they be kind of long like long um, answers yeah probably not all right so let's do one and then we'll see how that works if if after one we'll 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 roll off and if 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 one isn't long enough then uh, all we'll- right so this is a. Uh, this one comes from uh, a buddy that I chat with regularly. Uh, will rural and urban Americans ever unite? Yeah, in the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was so fast. You had zero hesitation there. <laughs> there there's no, uh, I mean, to be honest, it's a, uh, I'm a, I'm, I would consider myself a pretty rural person. I, I like being rural. Like I live in a suburb, so it's not like I'm, I'm rural by any means. Um, but I'm on like the very edge of town. So right beyond my neighborhood is nothing. Like literally my neighborhood is the last neighborhood before you get to nothing. Um, so I enjoy being here. Uh, it is kind of a pain in the ass to be so far out of the way. But rural and urban, no, man, are two different ways of life. I mean, it's a... I, I mean, I think that's kind of a broad question, though, too, because in what sense do you mean unite? Unite politically? Like... Well, I mean, look at... Uh, I mean, if you're talking politically, Jesus, that's going to be terrible. Um, you're probably never going to get them to unite politically. Uh, they're two drastically different ways of life. I mean... Uh, look at the difference between a farmer and a rancher. They're never going to agree on... I, I mean, I, I agree and I disagree because I think everybody these days at this point just wants to be left alone, whether they're... No, there are, there are many people There are many people who suck off the government teeth. They don't want to be left alone. They, and, and that's the thing is it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that, that I don't think will ever happen. My, my problem is, is there are so many... Um, how do I put this in a way that's nice? There are so many people who are who will tell you what they want, but they don't seek it. Um, I don't really know how else to put that. I'm I'm very bad at explaining things sometimes. Yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. I think there's there's a there's like a term there's an for actual it, term I'm, for I'm, I'm for blanking. That. I would have um, to ask somebody that. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot. Uh, I mean, they're. I think what you're trying to say is like they're takers. They aren't exactly uh, contributors. They're not leaders. 
you know, they're not leading themselves into victory in, 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 in whatever sense that is. You know, victory doesn't have to be taken by by blood or anything. Victory can just just small goals that you meet. There are people out there who just will not move from where they're at. Like I left where I used to live, California, because I couldn't have the life I wanted to live there. Um I couldn't own the guns that I wanted to own. I couldn't have the house that I wanted to own. I couldn't, I mean, I, I moved here and bought a house and downsized a bunch of stuff and just and enjoy my life the way I live it now. There is no, but I used to live in the ghetto in the city and it was shitty and I hated it. Um, had a crappy job and a crappy car and, you know, but I, I, I never wanted that. I never wanted to live where I used to live. And I got stuck there out of poor life decisions. But I mean, look at me now, like I'm out here, I'm leaving, I'm living the life that I wanted to live. Um, I'm trying to be more independent. Like we're going to start doing like rainwater collection soon. And I've got stockpiles worth of food and I'm going to get a deep freezer soon. Like there's all sorts of cool shit that you can do um, to get yourself out of being urban even if you're stuck in the urban area. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I got you. I got what you're throwing down. Um, but yeah. yeah, if we're ever going to unite, this will probably be a, during the Civil War uh, when we meet each other on the battlefield. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how else to explain that, and I, I, I don't really care to explain it. Uh, there are a few things uh, when it comes to that. I just don't, I don't foresee a lot of good things happening um, within the next few years. So. It's up to you, however you want to interpret that. Enjoy. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody you talk to seems to have the similar opinion. But um, yeah, there's just the one last question, um, which is physical fitness in relation to tactics. Look, guys, I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, I like burritos. I like breakfast burritos. I like California burritos. I like Texas burritos. I like all burritos. Um, coming from a guy who was close to 300 pounds. What about tacos? Mm, tacos are okay. My wife's taco is pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, coming from a guy who was pretty close to 300 pounds. I was, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a big dude. Like there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I go on my walks at night. I do things like that to help out. Um, and I'm not making excuses. I got myself to being fat. I know that. I, I laugh though, when those same people that call me fat or fat shame me when I'm out there on the range training, I don't see any one of those fuckers putting in the work that I put in the, on the range. Um, none of you. That includes the fat cops that I know are talking shit. Uh, so let me go ahead and say this. Uh, I know I'm fat. You can point it out all you want. That doesn't bother me. In fact, it makes me laugh because I see none of you, none of you, you will sit and talk in front of a camera and all that other shit, but I don't see a single one of you out there running on the range, out there doing stuff, out there putting in the time and effort that I put in. I don't, how much, how much rounds do you go through every month? Because I've got fucking empty. I feel like, I feel boxes. like the question is like, I don't know. I feel like you're sidetracking slate from, the I am. Question. I'm a little pissed, but I'm also like, <laughs> I know the fucker who asked this question and I know you didn't even tell me. Um, <laughs> I know it right now. I know the fucker who asked this question. <laughs> and I know you didn't even say it. You don't even have to say it. 
Um, but also at the same time, um, physical fitness is not always what you, what you expect. Um, there are big guys like me who go out there and put in work and do cardio and do all sorts of other things. Um, yeah, I'm not running two miles. Uh, I'm going to be bluntly honest and say that I'm not running two miles. I, I'm not doing that right now. My knees couldn't take it. I'm still chubby. I'm down to 260. I was close. I think it was at like 290. So I'm down, like I'm losing weight. Um, I mean, this kind of goes back to what you were talking about, the goals and that everything, everybody's got different goals. Well, yeah. And, and that's the thing is my goal was always to be a better shooter. And I let my weight suffer from being that. Like my, my goal has always been to be a better shooter, be a better protector. Um, and, and my, uh, my losing weight uh, journey has kind of helped me in that sense. And I'm kind of happy that I did get fat uh, just specifically. So I knew how hard it was to lose the weight when I do. Um, but no, I, I do get a little bit uh, annoyed when people go off and they're like, oh man, this guy guys, this guy's fat. He's out here running around. But at the same time, I laugh because every single one of those guys, I don't see them putting in the same work that I put in. So, uh, and maybe that's just me. Maybe that's how I see it. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, uh, work your ass off, do what you need to do. F physical fitness, um, set goals for yourself, set goals for yourself and attain those goals. Um, I'm down almost 30 pounds. I don't think I'm quite at 30. I'm down almost 30 pounds. Um, yeah. And just keep pushing, like keep pushing. Like, cause I don't want to be, I don't want to be 260 pounds. My goal is to be back down to 200 and then see where I can go from there. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, keep uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, like I said, I think we kind of strayed somewhat from the, cause he, I think the question is like importance of physical fitness in relation to tactics. At least that's the way I'm reading it. See, I didn't get that from how you, how was the question? What did the question say? Physical fitness in relation to tactics. Uh, so I, I mean, I would have to. I, you I answer would, this and I'll go from there. I, I just know the asshole that said that question. And I think I went off on a tangent. And, you did, and what's you did a little funny, bit of a tangent. So what's, what's funny is Malar will vouch. He actually didn't tell me who said this. And I know who it is. Am I right? Uh, yeah. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking uh, knew it. That's why. That's why. Because this guy is oh, my number one. Anyways. Enemy. So, yeah. So, uh <laughs> Back to the uh, the question. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think uh, the way I'm reading it, yeah, I, I mean, physical fitness would be important in relation to to tactics. Um, although in a, in a sense, you could view them in two different aspects because tactics can also be, I mean, it's somewhat of a mental game, but there is a physical aspect to it. So yeah, I mean, uh, physical fitness is important. And uh, keeping up with physical fitness, keeping up with your goals, whatever they may be, everybody's their, everybody's goals are different individually. I slack off here and there. I mean, late I slacked off for a while, and then recently I started uh, lifting a little bit again. Um, I've got back issues, so I haven't really been that have been flared up my hips and my back. So I really haven't been doing any running or any of that. But at the same time, like. I mean, not to kind of like show off, but yeah, I could roll out of bed, run, go out and run, and I can run an eight minute mile easy. Um, just because I have a pretty extensive endurance background. My yeah, I could run kinda, an eight minute mile and pass out from not being. I mean, I, 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 I could, 
I could go out and I mean, it was a few years back. What was that? Three years ago? It was like three, four years ago on my birthday, I went and I ran a, my first 10 K in a plate carrier. And I might've had a couple drinks before I did that too, but no, thank you. <laughs> Not doing that. But I, I, I did that. I, I was, that was carrier. a little, um, I did that at like 10 30 at night. It was <laughs> completely dark. Um, and yeah, I, I, I went out, I ran, a, I ran a 10 K, uh, like I said, after a few drinks, I don't remember what the pace was. It was not fast, uh, but I still went out and I did it. Like, um, but again, if I pulled a pull plate carrier off, I can go out and run an eight minute without roll out of bed and do that shit. So, so now, now, in what you're saying, now that I'm completely off track, um, no, yeah, if you're if you're going to practice tactics, it's going to burn some calories regardless, whether you do it daily, whether you do it weekly whatever. Um, should you be uh, a large circular shape in doing those things? Probably not. I don't think that that's conductive to anything. Now, this is coming from a guy who used to smoke up to upwards of two packs a day and was almost 300 pounds. Uh, I was not, I'm not a picture of health at all, at fucking all. I mean, Jesus, I am not, no, don't, don't look at me and go, that guy is amazing. No, I put out content specifically to put out content. I like to provide content for people. I am not a tactician. This is why I don't teach things. Um, I don't think that I am in the space of teaching people what they should and shouldn't be doing um, with firearms or without firearms in their hands. Um, but at the same time, I'm more than willing to learn from all of those people who, uh, how do I put this? who are smart enough and better than me at all of those tactics. Um, should you go out there and do that stuff? Yes. Uh, realize that if you are fat like me, um, none of that shit will be easy. Uh, it's not easy. And that's the only thing I have to say is can, if you, I if mean, you, I don't even know if the, if weight completely matters a hundred percent. Like uh, it does. I will say that I will say this coming from a, being a fat person, weight does not help you in any sense of the imagination. Take, I, what I want you to do is go a whole day wearing your plate carrier. And that would be like you being inside of my fat body for a day. Like it's hard to fucking do. Are you okay? Trying to get all the cum out of your mouth? No, I'm putting a little chapstick on my, my lips are a little dry. Oh, okay. Hmm. Some I, friction, I, huh? I learned that from gotcha damage. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it. I cannot believe he went through a whole fucking tube of chapstick in a week. Whole <laughs> tube of chapstick in a week. <laughs> I've, I, I, I was, used, I'm still, uh, I, I haven't used a whole tube of chapstick in my life. <laughs> I still feel bad. I recommended that uh, stuff in the airport and then it's like, he was not a fan, not a fan of it. What did you recommend? Um, there was like that nail salon place. And um, he was in search of chapstick. And that was like the only thing that was like there. And I was like, hey, maybe this place over here has some. And we went in there and they had some, but it was Why like. he just go to the Hudson newsstand? There was none around where we were. Oh, yeah. Because you guys connected on a flight and flew into Iowa. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where we were in the airport, there was nothing like that around. It was just he's, this little like nail salon. He's so weird with how religious he is about putting that shit on. 
but he'll probably never get lip sunburned. That's for fucking, that's the worst shit on the planet. Oh, you could be fat, but if you get fucking lip sunburned, fuck, you might as well be out of the fight. That shit hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It, your fitness won't even matter at that no, point. No, just fucking duct tape <laughs> your mouth closed lip, at that point. Just sunburn, <laughs> just take you out. If sunburn, that shit's worse than being a cop. Uh, <laughs> shit is terrible. I don't recommend it at all. Uh, I get, I have fucking chap lips like all the time, and I know that I should be putting fucking chapstick on. Um, I don't give a shit. Like I hate the way that stuff feels. Like it feels so disgusting. Like it feels like I'm rubbing axle grease on my face. I just don't like it. All right. Um, should we call this one an episode for? I guess yes. Today? I will. I will. Uh, what? So, how do you end your thing again? Run suppressed. Stay blessed. Don't be from Florida. <laughs>